Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Melissa Lalonde, who was married on the Disney Cruise Line. So I thought you guys would like to hear all about the wonderful DIY project she did and what she was able to do to customize her cruise package to be the wedding of her dreams. (laughs) So welcome, Melissa. Hi, thank you. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm really interested to share your story with my listeners because you did so much to personalize and customize your cruise events. So first, let's start with how you decided you even wanted to get married on the cruise. Choose to get married on a cruise was was a little bit different. We I originally wanted to get married at Walt Disney World. That was always my dream wedding. But just because of cost, it was going to be too much for us just for the one day. So me and my husband, while we were actually on our cruise in 2012, we saw a wedding cruise, and we didn't even know Disney did cruises, so that always kind of stuck in my head, and I was like, that would be really interesting, because you kind of combine your wedding and your honeymoon, and I just felt like you got more time. Um, My biggest concern, though, was the lack of customization, and then that a lot of brides noted that it was a little bit fast-paced, that you didn't get as much enjoyment time, I guess you could say, as you do with the Walt Disney World wedding. Um, But it just came down to it. We got engaged on a Disney cruise. Our first big vacation was on a Disney cruise. So it just seemed like that was the thing to do for us. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out that they were going to be going on a cruise for your wedding? (laughs) Very, very mixed. People were very excited or very unhappy. A lot of my friends already had kids and, you know, it was just really hard for them to take a week off, especially because we didn't do your normal three-day or four-day, three-night cruise. We decided to do, you know, a seven-day cruise, so that was harder for people to take time off. But for us, for cost, it just, it made more sense for us to take a longer cruise and then do a week honeymoon. So my family, I only had my dad go. My husband's family was a lot more responsive. A lot more of them went. They just were able to get the time off, and a lot of them wanted to do a cruise. And so it just ended up working out really well, but... You do get some mixed feedback. Some people are really excited about it. Some people just feel like it's harder for them to go, which is understandable with any destination wedding. So that was kind of the feedback we got personally. Interesting. How many guests ended up coming? We had about 30. So we had a nice group. Okay. Now tell me a bit about what ship you chose and what location on board or on Castaway Key you chose for your ceremony. Okay, so we went back and forth quite a bit on what boat we were going to get married on. We got engaged on the Disney Magic. Our first trip together was on the Disney Fantasy, and I love the Fantasy. It's, you know, a newer ship. It's my one of my favorites. But we got engaged on the Magic, so we originally booked it, everything to be married on the Disney Magic um, in the middle of May. However, my husband's law school finals landed literally the same week, so we had to cancel everything, change it all over, so... 
we wanted the fantasy but went with the magic but ended up getting the fantasy anyways. So it kind of worked out. I struggled a lot with where we were going to get married on the cruise. I liked Castaway Key. I think it's beautiful. But I don't like getting married outside because the weather can change things. It's so hot and humid. And I really wanted a dress that was going to be long sleeve, high neck. And I knew that was just not going to match up with outside in the middle of the summer in the Caribbean. So we knew we were going to get married inside. But I really wanted to get married somewhere different. So I ended up getting to be able to get married in the atrium. But it wasn't something that was easy to get. I really kind of had to bug my wedding planner for her to approve that for me. Okay, interesting. And what was that like? Like, what did you have to do? Did you just bug them a lot? Or did you, they have to get approval from the ship? Or how did they make that happen? So to make that happen, the main thing was it had to be on a port day. So I wanted originally to get married on a sea day so my guests could enjoy the ports, but I had to kind of compromise. They said, we can do the atrium, but you're going to have to get married on a port day because that's going to be the least amount of people on the boat and in the atrium. So we ended up doing that and we couldn't have a like four to five o'clock wedding like I originally wanted because that's when people were going to be coming back on the boat for dinner. So it kind of just was like a give and take. And I had a really good wedding planner who ended up putting me in contact with someone on the boat and she kind of really worked with me and it was a lot of bugging like I was really really persistent I was like I want the atrium I want the atrium and I really fought also not to have my reception in the outlook I really wanted my reception in the D lounge and the reason I wanted the D lounge was it was a bigger space it had like a dance floor whereas the outlook is really small and it doesn't look as small in pictures but when you get in there you'll notice that they have to put the chairs kind of in a circle and make a dance floor which I just didn't like how that looked so I really expressed that to my wedding planner and they really did listen and they met me in the middle and you know let me get married in the atrium and let me have my reception in the um, D lounge but it was a lot of work you really have to be on them and just like really persistent like that's what you want. Interesting and then for D lounge did they have to do anything to set it up did you have a DJ was it more like a traditional reception that way? It was more like a traditional reception that way. Um, They actually let me do decorations on all the tables. They let me have a guest book area. They let me um, bring CDs and have more of a DJ feel. So we did have a DJ. We had servers who were able to pass around drinks. um, And we were able to, if we wanted to, we could have also added appetizers. We didn't because the time it was. But they gave us that option. Um, And they even let me have my own, they let me have my own memorial table as well as the guest book table. So that was really important to us because my grandfather passed a year before we were able to get married and my husband's grandfather passed a few years ago. So we really wanted them to feel like they were there and we were able to. So that just made a huge difference. And having all that space really just made it feel like an actual wedding. Okay. Now, how did you get centerpieces and guest books and all of this stuff onto the ship? (laughs) Oh, it was a nightmare. Let me tell you, anyone who decides to do this, it's going to be so worth it when you look back at pictures, but it really is going to test your patience (laughs) when you do it. I had to ship everything about two weeks prior. I was able to set it up with my coordinator at the Hyatt. So we stayed at the Hyatt at the MCO airport. We did a guest block there. And because I did a room block, I was 
able to have a another coordinator who kind of planned out all my hotel stays for all my guests. And she let me ship everything to her ahead of time and kept it in her office. So I shipped about four boxes worth of stuff to her and she kept it all for me and let me know when it all arrived. And I tracked everything like crazy. It all ended up arriving about a day before we got there. So it was very close and I sent it all out two weeks early. So you can do it. It just, it was a nightmare getting everything on the bus too. <laughs> wow. And then onto the ship. Yeah. And then onto the ship. We actually, any tips to future brides who decide to just um, have your boxes already open and ready to be inspected because once you get to the port, we had to take everything out of the boxes, put them in like the little airport security containers, and then they had to scan it through and then re-put it back in the boxes. So that took about a good 15 minutes just doing that. Wow. Oh, I bet the people behind you were ticked. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm so sorry. But everyone honestly wasn't too bad. They were just like, oh, you're getting married. That's exciting. It's okay. Like, because they could kind of tell it was for a special occasion. They kind of just like were in a good mood about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then how did it work with putting all of this out in the D lounge? Did somebody dash ahead after the ceremony or? They set it up for me. I have a little bit of OCD. So I made my wedding coordinator's binders with pictures of how I wanted the centerpieces to look, how I wanted the atrium to look, basically exactly what I wanted. And they just copied what I put in the binder. So everything I wanted for the setup for the D lounge was done. They set up the centerpieces the way I wanted it, the tables the way I wanted it, the guest book the way I wanted it. They had it all according to the binder gave them and it was just amazing I didn't have to worry about any of that so when I walked into the D lounge it was already done and it just looked great so that was a really nice thing for them to do for me that's fantastic and then what did you have them change in the atrium so in the atrium, we actually went back and forth. This was something I didn't get approved until I was on the ship. I originally wanted to walk down the stairs. And when I had my meeting the very first day I got on the boat when I did my legal ceremony, they told me that walking down the stairs, they couldn't do it because if I tripped or something, it was a liability for them. And I just begged and begged <laughs> and begged. And I mean, I had to have been the most annoying bride they ever had. But I just was like, please, like, if you've ever seen Beauty and the Beast, she walks down the stairs. Like, I have to walk down the stairs. And they were just like, you know, it's a liability thing. It's a liability thing. And I was just like, I'll sign whatever waiver you need me to sign. And they were just like, okay, we're going to ask our boss and we're going to get back to you. So while we were doing all that, I also was able to switch my Apollo dinner to a Apollo brunch. So they felt really bad that they kept saying no to the stair thing. So they gave me the Apollo brunch, which they normally don't do. And then later that day, they came to my room and both coordinators came and they were like, we have amazing news. They said, our boss or whoever it was, thank you. They said, we are going to go ahead and let you walk down the stairs, but your maid of honor needs to carry your train because it's so heavy and we need to do a practice run to make sure you don't fall. I was like, I'm good with that. And so they really just, my two coordinators went above and beyond. They were amazing. That's fantastic. So it sounds like you did a lot of your own DIY and you had a lot of great ideas. Did you take just what was standard in the package and add to it or did you customize what came with the package? A little bit of both. Mostly I, I kept it pretty simple like with the cake. I There wasn't really anything they could do about the color which my husband's aunt's a professional baker so that I really wanted a really cool cake, but they don't do colors anymore. So what I did is I got a custom cake topper, and it came out amazing. So that really made my cake more, just having that cake topper. And it's a really cool um, piece, you know, I'll always have. 
the flowers I kept pretty standard. The music was the one that was the kind of difficult because I really wanted a song for my husband and his grandmother to dance to, me and my dad, him and his mom, which isn't, I guess, normal. I guess it's normally just a first dance. So we added about three additional dances, and we had to time everything out to fit within the hour. And then we also had reception music and speeches. So we really, they were really good about letting me add things. They just gave me an hour to do it within, but then they ended up letting us stay in the D lounge for about two hours. So it ended up working out really well. Oh, that's great. And did they have somebody, a tech there running the music? Yes. So they had a DJ. I talked to him, I think the day before he came and got the CD. He asked if it was in order, how it worked. And I let him know it's all in order. Just, you know, play it for each song. I gave him a copy of the sheet. I just printed, I printed a lot of sheets of the day of the wedding just to give to random people who were asking me because I had a lot of help that day. There were so many coordinators. There were servers. There were DJ guys. They had so many people there. It was amazing. It really made it run smoothly. So I kind of all gave them all a little sheet of what was to be expected for the day, kind of like what was going to happen. And so he was able to smoothly transition between the music. Like as we walked into the room, our first dance song was playing. Um, And I picked a song that had a long intro. So it was just kind of instrumental music for the first minute, which kind of helped guide us to the floor. Then we danced and then they, you know, cued in the next song. So it just all went really smoothly. He was really good. That's great. And after the reception, was there time for people to go out to the port or and did you get together for dinner or what happened after that? Okay, so after our reception, me and my bridal party went to go take pictures. Everyone else was free until dinner. So they were able to go enjoy the port. I think my mother-in-law said they were all able to enjoy the port for about an hour and a half. And then me and my groomsmen and bridesmaid, we did all of our pictures then. So we got all of our stuff done during that time. We wrapped it up probably around 536 taking all of our pictures the groomsmen then they went and did their thing I think they all went to play basketball or something like that I went to take a nap because I was just exhausted from the day and then my maid of honor came back to help me around 730 change into my second dress then we went to dinner um, so we had our normal seated dinner which I also had set up little place cards and they set that up for me as well during dinner and they also put table decorations so they just yeah they just went all out for me which was amazing and they even stood when we entered the room they lined up the royal court and all the servers stood up and they clapped us in guests clapped it was just amazing and then after dinner we went to the tube And we just, you know, had a dance party all night long, which was a little more unofficial, but all of our guests ended up showing up and all the guests on the boat got really involved and they started dancing with us. So it was a lot of fun. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, so give us an overview of that cheat sheet. How did the day run? The day for them started with her picking us up at this like 1130 or noon. So they came to my room and let me know that they brought me my flowers, made sure I was ready to go. They kept my maid of honor and my dad with me. And then they took my husband who was in the room next to me, him, his groomsmen, his mom and his dad, took them to the ceremony. And I had two coordinators. So one coordinator went with him. One coordinator went with me, escorted him, got him all set up in his position, took me up and hid me um, in the art gallery room right above the atrium and the fantasy. Um, After that, we did 
you know, walked down the stairs, did the whole ceremony, and then they let us stay in the atrium for an additional 20 minutes and take guest pictures, which if you can get them to do that, it was helped so much because everything was already roped off. So we were able to take individual pictures with all of our guests who came, couple pictures, um, me and him did our formal pictures, and we got all that done. And everyone, after they were done taking their pictures, they had someone escort them up to the D-Lounge. So they were running the elevator the whole 20 minutes. Once they took their pictures, they took them up. So once we were done with our final pictures, they took us up, introduced us to the room, played our music. So they kind of had all that on their sheet and just planned out. So it ran really, really smooth. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like they were really prepared. So of all of this, what turned out to be your favorite memory of your day? There was a lot. My favorite memory, though, is probably walking down the stairs, just because it was such a breathtaking moment to kind of see all my guests there. And I just really saw the whole room, and then I saw all the people standing in the atrium watching on the decks above, so it kind of freaked me out a little bit. I was like, oh, my God, there's so many people. But it was really nice. And then just seeing my husband's face like when I walked in, and it was just a really long intro, so it was really nice, and it gave you that princess moment that I've always wanted. So that had to have been probably my favorite moment that I had. That's awesome. Okay, so did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? I just have to say the first day was just stressful trying to get everything on the boat. Like it was, I got it all there, but it was just really stressful to get it there. And just, you know, we had a little bit of family drama, but other than that, nothing really with the wedding didn't go the right way. The only thing is I forgot to put my veil on. For the first, uh, for my first dress, I don't know how I forgot all my meticulous planning. I just totally forgot to put my veil on, but it ended up working out because we took pictures on Castaway Key, and I was able to wear my veil that day. But that was probably the only thing, and I consider that not too bad in the grand scheme. <laughs> so, did you bring your photographer with you? Yes, I recommend that. I just can't say how much I recommend bringing your photographer with you. If you're going to budget for anything, it should be your photographer, mainly because you're just going to get so many more pictures. And if it's someone who you really jive with from the beginning, they're willing to do a lot more for you. Me and my photographer literally had been talking for about a year and a half before my wedding. So she did um, pictures for me on every single port. Um, she did picture like 30 minute sessions. She did my whole wedding day. I mean, from morning, getting ready all the way until, you know, that evening. She also did pictures. Um, I really wanted firework pictures at Magic Kingdom. We originally wanted to do a dessert party and get those pictures, but it just wasn't in our budget. So she, on the night of the pirate night where they do the whole firework show, she did firework pictures for us. So that was really cool. I got that to kind of get that memory. And then she did pictures for us on Castaway Key, a whole hour and a half bridal like portrait session. So I really got the best of both worlds. I got ship pictures. I got pictures on the beach. I got pictures at all the ports, pirate night. So it was just amazing. Wow. Who was your photographer? My photographer was Colette Merck, and she was amazing. I mean, I still talk to her to this day. She just did such a great job, and she really got along with all my guests. So that was really cool. She was able, and I just think that's so important if you can find someone who really just can kind of intermingle with everyone because she was on the ship with us for a whole week, and she was willing to come to all of our all of our meetings, anything that um, had to do with the wedding. She was there. She took pictures of my legal ceremony day. You know, she made sure she was at all those things so she could ask questions herself because she knew I was really picky. So she was there to make sure she got all the shots that I needed and ask questions on what she could do, what she couldn't do. So that worked out really well. That's great. 
Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? A lot, probably. I probably overthought a lot of it. Um, (laughs) Probably my wedding favors. If you look on my planning journal, I probably did about 30 different wedding favors. I was just overboard on the wedding favors. People loved them, but for some reason, just because there's not a lot you can customize with the Disney Cruise weddings, I just threw all my efforts as much as I could into making as many wedding favors as I could. And at the end of the day, they get it, and they look at it, and they enjoy it, but that's really it. It's a a five-minute thanks for a good year and a half of making, so... (laughs) (laughs) Well, then is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known then besides about favors? Just how fast it goes. Like people tell you the the day goes extremely fast, but until you experience it, you really don't, I think, have a know how fast it really does go just because I meticulously plan everything and it just still, still goes fast. Even though I tried to enjoy as much as I can, it was over. Like, you know, I planned for two years and it's over in 24 hours. So just to really like not stress out too much, it's really hard not to, but just to take, you know, enjoy it all. Smell the roses along the way if you can. (laughs) (laughs) And bring your own. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So then do you have any tips or advice for future Disney Cruise brides and grooms, maybe particularly for those who want to customize the standard package? You can do it if you really want to. Disney Cruise Line packages are pretty bare bone, and you can really add as much as you want to it. You know, I added favors, which just changed a lot of the dynamic. You know, I made my own wedding cups for everyone. So everyone on the boat had their own cups, and it made them feel a part of a special group, which was really cool. Um, I participated in the fish exchange, which was really nice. I really got some nice stuff from people. I would just, you know, and the main thing is just being friends with your wedding coordinator and just not being embarrassed to bug them, which sounds bad, but just really asking those questions. If it's something you're really dead set on, if you ask enough times, you'll probably get it, (laughs) which they probably don't want to happen a lot. But, you know, I was really adamant about the atrium and I was able to get it. So if there's something you really, really want, you can get it. You just make sure you ask enough and don't back down. Stick to your guns. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I have a planning journal on the Disboard. So if you go into the Disboards, it's just Melissa and Andre's Disney wedding. And it's a good 30 pages and it breaks down the whole thing. And I tried to be as detailed as I could so people could have a realistic idea of what they're going into budget-wise and just planning-wise. So if you look on there, you'll find my, my blog. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for taking the time to share this story. I think it's really helpful for those who are interested in the cruise line for a wedding and especially those who want to customize the standard package. So I really appreciate your taking the time. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for asking me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>